back to Batting Around. It's Batting Around. It's a baseball podcast. I am your co-host, Jane Austen. With me, as always, is Lauren. I'm Lauren. That's Lauren and Steven. You. Hey, Steven. We are actually, like, close to opening day. It's happening. We weren't sure this was <laughs> this was actually going to happen uh, this early, anyway, uh, if at all. I think we probably figured that there would be baseball this this season, but yeah, only only missing, you know, only doing it like a like basically a week late or like a week and a half late. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I believe the whole time. I uh, there's no audio record of us saying anything counter to that that I will acknowledge no. as um, valid and not a sinister deep fake to make us look bad. Precisely. You can't be too careful these days. The technology has come really far on that stuff. And we were the Mm -hmm. victims of a targeted campaign of disinformation. Uh, In Russia, they call this disinformatia. Uh, Mm -hmm. So we have never made a statement previously about um, what we thought would happen in the lockout. Uh, Everything you've heard that sounds like our voices is false. And um, our record for predictions is untarnished that said steven i think we got some predictions for the the season coming up oh wow getting right into it yeah let's just get into it there's a lot to talk about there's 30 teams uh yeah baseball's here and it is time to do what every baseball podcast is doing we are going to do predictions yes all right Mm -hmm. jane lauren which league you want to start with Oh, they're so fun in their own unique, weird, horrifying ways. What are you thinking? <laughs> what? Uh, I, I, Let's start National League. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna, about to say. Let's. Uh... All right. Um, well, NL West. What do we mm-hmm. think? How do we feel? There's Dodgers. I mean, I don't know what else. <laughs> what else really to say? Like, yeah, that's just gonna be the perennial team for a long time. I think. Yeah, the Padres getting. Um, uh, Sean Manaya the other day I think does help them uh, quite mm. a bit, but like also the Dodgers just got Greg Kimbrell, so it's like you can't you can't make it you can't advance on the Dodgers. They always just have like a counter chess move that, on paper at least, totally negates whatever you do to to beat them. What do the Giants look like? I haven't really looked into that at all. But like, but you know, they were like a surprise story last year. Yeah, I, I can't believe how many fucking games they won last year. And now I'm just yeah. like, I, I like I look at them. I don't know what the predictions are, but I look at the roster and I'm like, no, but maybe. <laughs> yeah, they, they like, project um, to be like an 85 win team by fan graphs, but they did sign Carlos Rodon, who was really good while he was healthy last year. Um, yeah, you're still kind of betting on like a bunch of guys in their mid 30s kicking ass and having the dad strength or whatever. Um it, it could happen. Uh, I I don't really believe in it, but I also was totally wrong about them. La- the, the fake voice me was totally wrong about them last year, so who knows? Yeah, I, I've i got Dodgers, Padres, one and two, and Giants, three, obviously, but like with the Giants, I don't know, man. I don't know. How bad are the Rockies going to be? Are they going to be better or worse than the Diamondbacks? I think worse. Hmm. Uh, Dimebacks are. I'm gonna have my Dimebacks moment of optimism here and say the Dimebacks <laughs> roster, for the most part, is like they're younger. They, the first crop, their crop of younger guys are here, and it's kind of on them to prove it at the major league level. And they they could, you know, Garson Kelly, uh, great prospect, bunch of bunch of guys like that, kind of um, highly touted. 
young guys, some of whom have struggled at the major, some of whom seem to be putting it together. Uh, overall, though, it's not going to be a good, I don't think it's going to be a good season for them. Uh, but uh, I do think they're better than the Rockies. Did you know that the Rockies signed Chris Bryant? Yeah, yeah, which is great for me as a longtime Chris Bryant hater. Did yeah. you hear that? <laughs> You know, I'm glad he got. I'm glad he got paid. He got paid a significant chunk of change, and um, uh, he can be as great as he wants on a shitty team. That's very funny to me. I wonder, like, what other offers he got. Like, if the money was like just that much better from Colorado, probably yes. compared to like anybody else. Like, it must have been because, like, I can't imagine. Like, we all have seen how that team is run. Mm-hmm. You know, and I got to imagine that right. the players well, know a lot more than we know, too. Proportionally, how much more would you have to get paid to take a significantly shittier job where you'll get right. your ass kicked uh, every day by your boss and um, no one knows what they're doing and everything is miserable? For me, it would be at like at least $10,000 more a year before I'd even start to consider it. No, maybe $5,000 yeah. $5, $5, more a year for me. Um, proportional my overall salary that's a good chunk of change but not so much that like i could pass if it looked like a really shitty environment mm-hmm. mm. if i was making like 120 million in uh, uh chicago versus 125 million uh in in i don't know what the exact number of the deal was uh i think i'd probably take the slightly less money but that's just yeah. my math do we know? So we don't know who made offers on him. There's, I don't know. There's been rumors. I, there's probably some information out mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I yeah. don't care. A bunch of really. teams <laughs> always say to save face. Yeah, we made a competitive offer, but they said no. Oh yeah, we just barely missed out on him. There's a lot of front offices that love doing that. Yeah. Well, whatever. Godspeed, Chris Bryant. <laughs> have fun. It's a really <laughs> nice fun. ballpark. It's a really lovely city. He's gonna have an incredible commute in the morning. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what what division should we go to next? Uh, let's just go west to east, like reading yep. order. Uh, Sounds and great. Check out the NL Central. How we feeling? <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing like a I'm doing like a like a wine mom type uh, emceeing job here. So please forgive no, me. No, I like it. It's very it's very smooth. <laughs> very, very Linda Belcher. Oh, yeah. You honor you honor me. Yeah, I, I it's Brewers. No, no one sees anyway the Brewers running away with it. I mean, the Cardinals yeah. could do the Cardinals thing, but they're again not on paper very good. Yeah, the Cardinals, the Brewers and the Cardinals are like there, and the Brewers I think are like notably better than the Cardinals. Yeah, and, and then the rest, sure. and then the rest of the division is the rest of the division. Yeah, Cincinnati had a fire sale. Cubs, that's a weird signing or a weird trade, but are not looking competitive. And uh, no, Pirates of the Pirates. The Pirates are the Pirates. It's it's a it's a pretty shameful division to be honest. Yeah. Didn't they actually like uh, their their breakout from spring training? They sent him down for the seasoning and the minors, all that shit. Oh great! Yeah. We should. <laughs> God, we should have like we should have a batting around uh, award slate of awards, and we should have like the like the wooden spoon or something for like the the division that is collectively the shittiest and it's like the uh the salary suppression um wrestling championship <laughs> yeah, exactly. that they used to give out amongst each other or like a dunce hat or something <laughs> for i mean the nl central is just running away with that yeah yeah no we did sure. the, the tall hats that they put on teachers in the mouse revolution but with for for bob nutting <laughs> 
Yeah. It's really the nicest, like, communist-related thing I could say about Bob Nutting, is that we just ritually <laughs> humiliate him through re-education, through, like, tor- like uh, social, social embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate it. Yeah. Shameful division. Terrible. Um, especially the Reds. What the Reds have done is really, really awful. Yeah. Um, like, this tiny little competitive window, and they've just thrown it away. Like, <laughs> to, to save a little bit of money in the short term and their fans should frankly be furious baffling let's go to a really fun one then next then mm, yes i love i love i'm really excited to see this division it's this going to be a very interesting division yeah because and at least because last year the, the braves never really had a like a stranglehold on the division until like toward the end Right. Um, and the Mets and the Phillies were like hanging in and then fell flat on their faces like the Mets and the Phillies tend to do. Uh, and they're all better than last year. Every team got better yeah. by a significant amount. Did, did the, like the Braves moved kind of sideways and up, like, like a slight incline. It wasn't like the significant. The Braves made a lot of moves. They, Whether or not they yeah, got significantly sure. better is another, sure. is another sure. thing. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I still think that they, I think they're a lock for number one. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'd say it's a lock, but I think it's definitely the most likely outcome. I think the Mets and the yeah, the, if yeah. they were in a division with a with if their if their direct competitors were not the Mets and the Phillies, I would say that maybe it's not quite a lock, but mm-hmm. they're in a division with the Mets and the Phillies, and <laughs> uh, the yeah. the Mets who cannot keep their star pitchers healthy to save their lives. No, it's the it's the joke about the, you know, Simpson softball episode. I saw people a lot of people making that joke on Twitter this week when like DeGrom uh, is you know gonna be out for at least a month and then Scherzer <laughs> is looking looking like he's gonna miss some games. It was yeah, it was uh you know, Ozzy Smith fell in the mystery hole. Yeah. <laughs> and like it's I don't know who who knows. It could be yeah. it this this could be the year the Mets um, finally unmets themselves, but I I'm, I'm not willing to uh, put money on that. Nope. Uh, this is yeah. I think it's a, a second place Mets finish, third third place Phillies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's pretty reasonable, and I think my my bold take, which I don't know if it's that bold, but like, I think all three all three of them are making the playoffs. Sure. Yeah, I could see it. Expanded format, yeah, you know. Well, I, I was going to say, it's not a full-on uh, Lauren Walker, uh, what, what, what do we call the bit? Um, Lauren Walker sports machine? It's not a full-on Lauren Walker sports machine, but it's like a little Lauren Walker raspberry pie machine. Um, <laughs> uh, there is Sounds a 10-game difference on fan graphs between the first and fourth place teams in the NL East. There is a 20 game difference between the first and fifth team on the NL East. Who, in what order are the fourth and fifth teams? Hold on. No looking at numbers. No looking at math. Uh, I, I wasn't. I, 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 I can't read math. I was looking at the rosters. Am I allowed to look at the rosters? Look at the rosters. I mean, the, the intuitive answer here is. The Nats and then the Marlins. Marlins at the bottom. Steven? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, I'm putting the Nats on the bottom. 
That's probably right. Steven would be correct. It is, for the first yeah. time in recent memory, uh, that the Marlins project to be <laughs> 10 games better than the Nats. That is wow. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is maybe a little optimistic on the on the uh, Marlins and maybe a little low on the Nats, but uh, that, that Nats roster is looking pretty grim. On the flip side, uh, it might still be fun because with Nelson Cruz behind Juan Soto... Maybe, yes. maybe he'll just hit yeah. 500, you know, like maybe he'll have that 500 OVP. <laughs> it could happen. He's he's going to get 300 walks <laughs> this season, yeah. As like a 24-year-old um, having like a 2002 Barry Bonds season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are they going to, okay, so we're projecting them to to overtake the Marlins as the fifth place team in the East. Are they going to take over the Marlins' role as <laughs> team that beats the ever-loving shit out of the Phillies despite being <laughs> objectively bad. Uh, and I think, yes, because it's there are... both those teams do. Uh, it, it is, mm-hmm. dare I say, likely. The Phillies are going to be... They're going to be giving Steven a lot of uh, emotional highs and lows this season. Got another like, take. Got another hot take. Ready for it? Okay. The Phillies, the Phillies will finish out 2022 with a better record against the Mets than the Marlins. Interesting. If that happens, I could see them being a playoff contender. Their their <laughs> problem last year was not with good teams. Their problem was with bad teams. Mm-hmm. And 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 the bad teams get like the Marlins get better every year because they get like because their young guys are getting older. I don't know. Phillies are going to have like a huge run differential and win 83 games. I could see it. I could see them being like a, like a, like the, the Mariners last year won 90 games with like a, a crazy run differential. The, mm-hmm. the Phillies aren't any more hard luck than, than the Mariners. They're less hard luck in a lot of ways. <laughs> They're a lot less hard luck. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being nice and making them sound more hard luck than they are for Steven's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I already covered it. In the previous episode when we talked, I am going to have fun, even if they're bad, because dingers. Absolutely. There will be a lot of dingers. Definitely. Uh, so my so we got Dodgers, Brewers, Braves as the division winners. I have Mets, Padres, and Phillies as wild cards in that order. What do we think? Yeah, I don't think there's like any... Meh. I think the Cardinals might be better than that, but like other than that... Even then, I'm. And the I, Cardinals yeah. will have the advantage of playing against. That's very true. Uh, the the Cubs, the Pirates, and the Reds a lot. So yeah. That 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 might help them um, propel themselves into that into that number six spot. Maybe. It would be a very baseball thing to happen if like a a really mediocre Cardinals team made the playoffs and like a a a, a good but like struggling at the at the stretch uh, Phillies team got uh, knocked out of the playoffs for him. Yeah, lock that in. That's gonna happen for sure. Better yet, it'll be like the it'll, it'll be like a like a two game like wild card round sweep. This is harassment. We'll be sure to um, check in on Steven throughout the season to make sure he's doing okay. So everyone, don't worry about it. We'll we we watch out for our friends here. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, we'll make sure he's okay. Lauren violated the terms of service. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna get all your followers to report my account? <laughs> Want to go to the AL? Let's do the AL. That AL West, baby. Yes. The Astros are still here. I think it's still the Astros. 
I have a hot take. Okay. Go ahead. Let's go hear ahead. it. I'll say no. I'll say go first. Go first. Well, I was just gonna say I think the um, yeah the it's it's still the Astros. Like the Rangers have done a lot over this off season. They have a you know half a billion dollars <laughs> in their middle infield. They, but I still just don't quite think the rest of the team is there yet. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I think it's still just the Astros. People have been talking about it like a slip of the Astros for a long time, and it never never seems to happen. No, I'll believe it when I see it. It's the same thing mm-hmm. with like the Phillies in and success. It's the Astros and failure. Sure. Yeah. I think this this division was the hardest for me to sort through my feelings through. Uh, Astros is a lock for one, and A's are lock for five. But everything in the middle, I'm just kind of like. Depends, maybe. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hot take it here, not to just, not to distract from Lauren's take that she's been brewing up for a while here. I'm mm. sure, but I still think the Angels are gonna do worse than the A's. Whoa! Wow. It's. I'm just. I, I'm going on gut feeling here. Okay. I still think that they're just gonna fuck it up. That's funny because I had a hot take, and it was that this is finally going to be the angel, the Angels' year. Wow. No, that's my hot take. Shut up. Don't steal my hot take. (laughs) Okay, go for it, Lauren. Okay. Okay. I put a lot of thought into this. I've spent a lot of time working through my feelings on this. Because every single year, every single year, I think that they have somehow figured it out and put together a team where if everybody outperforms their expectations, they could do it. They could be a good baseball team. And every year, by like June... I'm made to look like an asshole for saying this. But here's the thing. What's different this year? Uh, I did a lot of running the numbers. Uh, and I a lot of, spent a lot of time soul searching, mostly on psych- psychedelics. Mm. And I've invented what I call a new form of <laughs> baseball analytics called psycho sabermetrics. I love oh. this. I love this. The first two sets I've come up with, or rather indexes I've come up with, are what I call the has-to-go-right meter and the has-to-go-wrong meter. Now, what these do is that they measure the difference between the likelihood of what has to go right for a mediocre team to win against their previous seasons versus what has to go wrong for a good team to lose against their previous seasons. And the Angels' has-to-go-right meter has never been higher than it is right now. I'm sorry, it's never been lower than it has to be right now. And the Astros has to go wrong meter has never been higher. Mm-hmm. And it was actually the DFAing of Justin Upton that made this come together for me. Because that was the thing that took them over the edge from, okay, this is a lot of wild speculation about a guy who clearly has not had uh, the juice for qu- quite some time now. To like, okay, yeah. I could see his top prospect like Joe, Joe um, Adele finally hitting in the majors. I could finally see uh, uh, Brandon Marsh hitting like he always does, or, or, or like he he did kind of in bursts at, at the last at the, at the last season in the minors. And this is in comparison to previous years, where it was like, what needed to go right was for um, what's who's your favorite pitcher from last season, Jane? Uh, Shoemaker. Uh, previous years, the oh, Angels Christ. Uh, re- required like Matt Shoemaker to suddenly do not have say the, the words Matt Shoemaker to suddenly to have the best splitter <laughs> split, split, splitter in baseball for him to be good. Yeah, now it's just yeah. like okay, no Syndergaard has to throw 150 innings. 
Like mm-hmm. Anthony Redondo has to come back from injury and and be who he was for, before he got hurt. Meanwhile, on the Astros side of things, most of the really key and dependable guys are gone. Alex Bregman basically has to go back to who he was in 2019 for him to uh, make his projections. Kyle Tucker has to not be who he was before last year to make his. It's certainly not a sure thing. The field of uh, psycho sabermetrics is brand new and still under development. Uh, But uh, I think this is the best year to make a stupid bet on the Angels at any time in recent memory. I love it. Oh, yeah. I... I'm I'm I really hope that that's the case. Same. I will almost certainly still look like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, I'm not quite at the level of of calling the Angels winning the division. Um but I do. I I I get the I get the optimism. I get it. I feel it. There's just a vibe. Yeah, it's kind of I don't know, there's it's kind of a Isaac Asimov psychohistory sort of thing mm-hmm. uh, where it's just like these these things have to happen at some point like I, yeah I just I just can't I just can't see it though that's fine that's the smart <laughs> like, bet that's the conventional wisdom bet that's fine I'm yeah. on the cutting edge here of radical analytical thinking uh, building my speculation into the models I just need to buy some mushrooms off the dark web uh-huh. and and then Maybe my third eye will open up, and and then I'll see it. You just need to come to a Nats game. They're like sort of legal here. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> the Nats are playing the Angels this season. Well, everybody's playing everybody this season. No, they're not next season. Oh, well, this season's no, the right. same schedule as before the the same labor thing they did before, happened. where it's like. You play like each division plays uh, against one other division from the other league. Yeah, and the and I know I know that the NL East is playing the AL West because the Phillies are opening against Oakland. Yeah, I think I'm going to see the Dodgers next week when they're in town. Nice. Which have been that was supposed to be 2020 was supposed to do that, mm-hmm. and then they then they didn't do it. But yeah, so I'm excited to to do that. I might not though because I might just go. I might because I'm going to a game on Monday for sure when the Twins are playing the Mariners. All right, I, I, I don't know if other teams are doing this, but the Twins are doing this. It's pissing me off. There's only like four weekday day games at home this entire season for the Twins. Really? That's I brutal. think that that is a travesty. Absolutely. Because like, those are the best games. Like a Wednesday day game, that's like the best. And there's there's only like four of them. Oh, yeah. No, Roth had a really good like conversation about this on the last episode of Defector, uh, uh, the Defector podcast, but like the best kind of yep. baseball games are... Yep. Day games where you're just like, oh, it was Ray Ratto who had a really good take on it. Like, yeah, you're yeah. there because you're just like a spur of the moment playing hooky from work or whatever. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. It's so good. It's so much fun getting like kind of day drunk. Mm-hmm. Day it's drunk very, is very objectively fun. the best. Um, and then going home and having that nap. Yeah. And then, yeah, then you go home, have a nap, and then you're up until three in the morning <laughs> and you've completely ruined yourself for for the day after. It's great, though. What's not to it's love? A lot of fun. But it's worth it. Yeah, I unless, love it. like, Fernando Roddy it. blows the game. Yeah. <laughs> God, I miss him. Me too. I really miss him. Uh, okay, well, what do we what do we think about the Mariners though? Speaking of the Mariners, I think eh. I I have yeah. them. I I've color coordinated my notes, and I have them in 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 yellow because I don't think that they're a playoff team. But it wouldn't mm-hmm. surprise me if they like surprised me. I hope we can get that lightning in a bottle again this year, and That'd we can fun. make a run for it yeah. anyway. But and they have gotten yeah. better. 
Uh, they, they have better position players. They have better, yeah. But I mm. will never believe in a team that has Robbie Ray as the ace. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> that could be a biased yeah. thing from his years in Arizona. I'm never, I'm never going to believe the Robbie Ray turnaround is permanent. Yeah, never. No way. They're fun, and I wish them the best, but I, I don't think it's happening. Speaking okay. of the Twins, let's yeah. shuffle on over to the AL Central. It's. I think it's the White Sox still. It is. I don't like <laughs> yeah. Say it. yeah, it's the White Sox. Yeah. That said, I think but, the are yeah. a lot closer, and the White Sox are a lot lower than people think. Mm-hmm. I think so too. The White Sox have they've lost a couple people. Uh, did, what 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 moves did what like, big moves did the White Sox even make this year? Pretty this off not, not a ton. Uh, yeah. They lost Radon. Um, yeah. What are they? Who did they actually sign though? God, um, they got AJ Pollock in a trade, but that's like just because they need somebody to play outfield. Have they always had Vince Velasquez? Mm, I think they had him last season, but isn't he in the bullpen? I mean, I, for their sake, I hope so. Yeah, they're still like really talented team. Yeah. I think that could be a really fun divisional race. I think it will be. I think it will be a lot of fun, especially if Byron Buxton manages to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. It could that that Twins lineup is going to be a ton of fun. Absolutely, yeah. And I don't think Buxton's injury history is such that like there is a lot of like freaky stuff in there, right? Like there's no like it's it's weird flukes. Yeah. Like last season, it was like oh he got hit in the hand by a pitch. You know, mm-hmm. when people are like, oh, got to stop diving in the outfield. It's like, that's literally not what happened at all to him, to him last year. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he broke his hand uh, uh, with a hit by pitch. I really want to believe this the year Absolutely. that he's going to, you know, play 150 games and um, get a whole bunch of MVP votes. And that'll be, God, that'll be fun with Correa and Buxton. We've already had a couple of spring training games where like Correa and Buxton were just you know <laughs> like playing like they should be like mm-hmm. it's it's oh it's gonna be so fun oh yeah um i'm a, i'm disappointed that they you know signed just just signed chris archer and didn't go out and get like frankie montas or something that's kind of a bummer um but i don't know they've got they've got some pitching prospects that will be fun that are coming up but yeah still i'm i'm not gonna uh open up my heart that much and predict that they're gonna win the division Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it, it it's it's reasonable. Like it could happen. I think the White Sox depth is a little thin. Yeah, it's 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 pretty thin, and also the um, well, both both teams their depth I'd say is is like not super crazy deep. But um, right, I think at, now that o- Otani has like won an MVP and proven what he can do, I think Buxton is the next guy in the AL I want to see have like that like superstar game changing yeah. land on the cover of MLB the Show kind of season. Totally, totally. The Tigers look like they're going to be fun. You know, they added a lot in the offseason, and they have a lot of really exciting prospects that are coming up that are actually going to be on the opening day roster as well. I'm excited for the dawn of the new Tigers era. Absolutely. I think that they're, yeah, they, I don't know exactly what they're going to do. I'm still just, like, slotting them in at third, but, like, I don't know, like, exciting stuff could could ha- could come out of Detroit here. Mm-hmm. Kansas City got a little better, but still isn't quite a complete competitive team yet and the newly the newly minted guardians (laughs) i don't know they they still have like such good pitching development that it's hard to just like ever write them off completely Mm -hmm. but i don't know they it doesn't doesn't look great for them i think it's like it's really shitty 
of them to have their first year as the Guardians uh, be the season where they're not really trying to do much of anything at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- would you say they're really, really sucks. Would you say they're above or below the Royals? Above, I'd say above. Yeah, I think they're yeah. the third place team Still in here on paper, and I think there's, I you know, I'm not going to say that I think they're going to even play second, but. Like, Fran Del Reyes, Miles Straw, Ahmed Rosario, and obviously Jose Ramirez, like, that that's an offense. Like, those are all guys who I could see having, if they all those guys had, like, 90 percentile uh, mm-hmm. outcomes, that's, that's a strong, that's a, you know, that's a better offense than they've had in recent years to go with the pitching. Yeah, for sure. And they're, uh, Emmanuel Clay, uh, Clay's their closer is, like, lights out cool. Uh, Shane Bieber, um, stupid oh, good. Right. I forgot about like, him. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's. You just forget that, like, I, oh, yeah, I, these guys. I, you just, keep naming these like, guys, and I'm like, oh right, he exists. Yeah. Like Cleveland yeah. is some sort of black hole in my brain. Yeah, uh, like no yeah. one. They're not fun to watch because like the old team name, and like they sucked it up despite having a lot of talent on the roster for the last couple of years. It's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm excited I, I, to see those new logos and and mm-hmm. and names all over the place because i love i love i love getting rid of a, a an extremely uncomfortably racist uh design <laughs> but i also just love yeah. like brand refreshes it's nice <laughs> absolutely big fan of good brand refresh as well fellow fellow friend in marketing absolutely <laughs> did, did you see in this the spring training stadium uh for the uh for cleveland they just you could where it has like the team name like uh guardians uh the d-i-a-n-s was looked like significantly older than no. the first couple of letters which look brand new no that's really funny that's maybe it was so a, maybe, funny maybe it was a photoshop and i just fell for it but it was it was very funny to imagine them just being too cheap to put up the, the new letters they should they should have had a brand relaunch party like you'd have on like a real housewives show yes <laughs> like yeah, some some weird tacky party that's like sparsely attended, but costs like forty five thousand dollars for just, some reason. You just described their opening day and the opening day roster. Yeah, pretty much. Re- yeah. Real Except- wags of Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Except they are getting Tom Hanks to throw out the first pitch. That's a get. Yeah. Oh, are they? That's fun. Mm-hmm. They got him to do the like little voiceover thing. <laughs> oh, when they right, that's the, right. The name. So yeah. I bet that was like all he got for it. Like he's like, yeah, I know you're not going to pay me, but can I at least throw out opening day? And- no he got paid they negotiated that down because they knew he was a fan and took advantage of it just like just like (laughs) all the season ticket holders yeah absolutely it's the uh the simpsons thing it's like the government's lost its credibility so they're gonna borrow some of mine (laughs) yeah they claim the gardens have lost all credibility (laughs) (laughs) all right um yeah i i i still just i'm gonna put them at four I okay. I really just want the Tigers to to break out a bit here. I think that that would be fun to shake things up in the division for a bit. Cleveland's been like comfortably in the top half for a while, and I really I I hate to see it, folks. Um, I I don't think it's I don't think it's fun. They're they're I hate how they're run. I am uh, really hoping for their downfall. Absolutely. Yeah. We we root for the young teams. We root for the teams that are a little bit more willing to like put on a show. And that's definitely the Tigers over Cleveland. For sure. sure. Yeah, I've got the Tigers in third simply. Like, my AL AL is all mostly aspirational. Like, 
Oh man, it'd be really fucking cool if the Angels made it. Oh, it'd be really fucking cool if the Tigers took a huge step forward. Uh, and that brings me to the AL East. Here we go. The ultimate, like, let's hope. Yeah, we want like everybody For here to just kick some ass. Of fucking God, Blue Jays. I'm yeah. begging you, please. Absolutely. Um, I'm all in. I love them. They're beautiful. They're huge. They're perfect. They're yes. all vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> New York got rid of that um, requirement for, for pro cowardly. athletes and performers. Yeah, yeah it's, um, it's, it's shameful. I know I've said the word shameful a lot in this episode, <laughs> but frankly, there's a lot of shame uh, to be had around professional sports. So it's fine. Yeah, a lot of shame to be had in professional sports and uh, a lot of shame, as always, to go around in um, municipal governments in yes. large cities yeah, yeah, in america yeah, sure. specifically yes um, especially but, like, after they like fired a bunch of fi- like firefighters for not getting it yeah are they <laughs> are they suing i hope they're suing i i hope so i even the even the cops i hope sue the shit out of the city for that just because it's so annoying yeah um they let the yankees yeah. through so yeah new york new york dropped that regulation made made Still, still in effect in still Toronto, in effect in, though, in, in Toronto though because it is up to it. well. Here's the thing: it's not up to Toronto; it's up to the nation of Canada. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. I listen. They've been as someone who has been paying a lot of attention to those regulations. <laughs> they've been rolling them back, but they're like they're not going to. It roll doesn't that, look like they're going to get rid of the the big one. Like Good. I'm actually the entry requirement. I'm yeah. going to uh I'm going to Toronto in a few weeks and I like I checked the website and it was just like what do I what do I need to do? Do I need to get like a PCR? And it's like no, nothing. Just you have to be vaccinated, show your vax proof of vax and you're good. You're in. And I'm like great. Perfect. Good. Mm-hmm. I hope they win 140 nice. fucking games. I yeah. I desperately hope. I, like, honestly, it will be so funny to me. Not just the Yankees and the Red Sox, which, I mean, that would be very funny. But, like, every team that goes to Toronto, it's like, oh, why is X not playing? Why is Y not <laughs> <Yeah>. playing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just going to be, like... It is going to be a reason to tune into the Blue Jays every series. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, hey... They're fun, they're young, they're cool, and their opponents have handicapped themselves with Have an incomplete game. lineup because we need of to, have an incomplete roster. We need to do like a weekly segment of it. Anytime like a, like a, a, a player is absent from the roster for unexplained reasons, we need to report on it. We'll Absolutely. have yeah, we'll like have a that, we'll have an addendum went through <laughs> the way that people went through the 2017 uh, Astros footage <laughs> to to listen for trash can bangs. We need we need people with that level of dedication to analyze uh, lineup cards um, inter- played in Toronto at Rogers Center. We got to do like uh, a to, to see who's who's vaccinated who's not like a medieval church shame bulletin board where like the addendum <laughs> to every every episode of this podcast during the season like yeah, yeah, yeah. after we sign off it's just going to be us reading a list of names of players who were conspicuously absent during a toronto series <laughs> we will go as far as looking into like lefty righty uh like like handicaps and lineups no analysis beyond yeah. that we're not going to speculate beyond that no if they can hit righties and they're not on a roster against a righty and they're not injured we're calling them out yeah yeah yep yeah. <clears throat> Um, but 
in all seriousness, I think I I'm gonna put the Blue Jays at at number mm-hmm. one here. I would like, uh, yeah, I would like to as well. Um, I still have, I don't know. It's it still feels weird to not just like put the Yankees or the Rays up there. But I do think the Blue Jays will have that advantage, and the team looks fucking great. Yeah. The additions that they made are awesome. Um, yeah, I they didn't make the playoffs last year, which was really a really a, a shame. But mm-hmm. I think this year they got to at least make the playoffs this year. Yeah. Well, I I think I think with expanded playoffs, especially they they've got an incredibly good chance there. Well, that's what I mean. Yep. Yeah. But I think I think they're taking the division. I hope more than anything that they're taking the division uh but it's close and i like honestly the top the all four of these teams man uh r.i.p orioles you're not a serious thing we're no not, like <laughs> i th- we've said enough about the orioles anyway let's I, continue i have a point of the orioles Oh, go if ahead. we're about to move on, if, if if we're, I'm not quite ready to move on. If we're, if you don't have more. Well, to say about I, it. I, I was thinking just like get Orioles out of the way now, so that we can talk about the other four. Okay, yeah, I, I will then just say quickly, it, it is, it is a blessing in disguise for the Orioles that Adley Rutschman is hurt, and they don't have to like, they don't have to do the little like winky winky. Oh, maybe he'll be on the opening day Working roster, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, they don't have to do that, and they're so fucking lucky, and it pisses me off. There was like one of the there was like a conference room high fives moment yeah. when that news broke. Yeah, yeah. Our top our star prospect is hurt. Fuck yeah. And they said and, and they actually <laughs> said like yeah we, we don't we don't know if he's gonna be on the AAA or the starting day opening roster. Like come on guys, he wasn't. That was a lot he, of he that was a lot of yeah. white men in three quarter zips fist bumping each other when yeah. when that was revealed. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of a lot of white men in three quarters uh, zips came into the office the next day with the biggest smiles on their faces, saying "Living the dream." <laughs> yeah. All right. So where where are we where are we putting the other four teams though? I, I put the Yankees one. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Uh, I have the Yankees mm-hmm. two because as aspirational as I am being putting the Blue Jays number one, I cannot, uh, like, mm, no. I, the yeah. Yankees are still the Yankees. They didn't get Correa, but Josh Donaldson is still very, very, very good. Yeah. Josh but Donaldson, I think, went in, in barrels last season and was like third yes. in exit velocity. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. As long as his, you know, um, legs don't explode he will be very very good for them as apoplectic as yankees twitter has been this off season um they're still they're still good yeah and like so every does everybody here have the red Sox at four yeah i do yeah that's so yeah that's what a division it's a close it's a close four though yeah i know it's it's that's so wild. It's like they were they made a deep deep run into the playoffs last season. Well, like, you know. I I it could be the same thing as the Giants where like I'm I'm looking too much mm-hmm. at the projections and not enough at like the actual roster cuz like mm-hmm. I didn't think the Sox were going to be any good last year either and they totally proved uh deep fake lore and Everybody wrong again. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody thought they were going to be good. No. Same as the Giants. Nobody. Yeah. It's yeah. like but you just gotta account. You, you can't account for that kind of thing. You just kind of gotta 
look at the numbers, look at the people, the guys. Um. All right. So that. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. One more, one more thing. Sorry. Um. I'd like the Rays to be fourth. I would love for the okay. Rays to be fourth. Just to but... just to punish them for yeah. being cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But I. That would be that would be fantastic. Oof. Probably won't happen. Yeah. No. We all Probably have, not. We all have race fatigue. Yeah. I mean, I I can see a scenario where it's just gonna be Yankees Rays, and that's it, making the playoffs yeah. out of that division, mm-hmm. and that that would be like that would be a, a true a, a true black pill moment. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, Astros, White Sox, Blue Jays for division winners, and yeah. I'm going to say Yankees, Twins, Angels for the three wild cards. I, 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 have, I have one more thing to say about the Team Tampa Bay. Uh, I, okay. I am, I am uh, not going to uh, respect or honor the team name as my symbolic way of protesting uh, at what I think is a very unfortunately run franchise. I hope you two will join me in my Don't Say Ray initiative. Jesus Christ. Wow. You can wow. scrap that if you want, but I'm proud of it. No, I we're keeping that. No, I'm no, I'm keeping it in. People need to people need to know what you said. I'll no, say that, it. I'll that, say that it. That sucks, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, 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 Ray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay. All right, let's go into mailbag then. Got a lot of mailbag questions, actually. And I'm going to start it off with the first one that we got from our good friend Bobby Wagner of Tipping Pitches. At one point, at what point will Steven him get himself arrested for running onto the field to get closer to Nick Castellanos? <laughs> How many games in are we going? My with? attorney has advised me against answering this question. It's good. Keep on their toes. Smart. At Ram asked the dad... What could actually realistically be done to prevent owners from not even trying to field a competitive team? Um, this is a good question because we had we have a new CBA, and you know trying to stop teams from tanking was clearly something that they were that was important to this. Uh, but I don't know how much actually got done because we look at teams like you know the the A's with their abysmal um payroll or you know the pirates and the orioles and all these teams and doesn't look like really much has changed some of the roles changed for like um rookies and service time accruement but there's still plenty of teams fucking around with that too so like what actually could be done here i i don't see a lot in the current yeah cba unless you do a salary floor it's just not gonna happen yeah and they'll die before they do a salary floor yeah like it's way more likely the actual people running those teams sell than it is that they ever implement anything like that like as long as they don't have like open books mm-hmm. i don't think it's ever gonna gonna be able to like really enforce yeah. anything like um you know they get the competitive balance money the revenue sharing but i don't think there's anything in there that says how they have to spend it no. and maybe until that is like hey now this actually has to go to payroll because that's the point of doing this i don't think anything's actually going to change there mm-hmm. no the way the pirates suddenly have a huge uh payroll is if bob Bunning sells a team and they move to vegas that's the only <laughs> only way yeah the pirates and the a's are fighting over who gets to be the team that moves to vegas <laughs> um at brusual suspects what if Philly's broadcasters keep having to issue apologies on air? Would Castellanos just be an MVP? 
I thought I would get tired of this meme, and I might, but it is still so good. Mm-hmm. Did you see during one of the spring training games? Yes. Um, that the the Toronto broadcasters had to apologize for one of their <laughs> for like the pitching coach getting a DUI mm-hmm. that week, and it came during Cassiano's first hit. It was it was his first <laughs> as hit as a Philly. Now, granted, it's still spring training, so he yeah. actually did not interrupt them. It was right. just immediately after the conversation, but the conversation yeah. did in fact end. So it is it, he is still he is still working out the kinks. It's spring training. He'll be in better sh- form for for doing this sort of thing during the regular season. And Absolutely. I think that the Phillies should make it a goal to have some like do like petty crime like the Phillies front office should be sending like like a fucking uh bench coach to like get caught shoplifting or something just start apologizing for the crimes of the ci- of the citizens of Philadelphia you've got no problem yeah. filling it out here like this is psycho sabermetrics thinking the Phillies are already on that level. They're doing this. <laughs> They're implementing my, my my strategies here. They're going to just uh, figure out a new thing to apologize for every single game, and he's going to hit 162 bombs. I could, I would volunteer my services um, to be like a slur coach for the <laughs> for the broadcasters. Like, oh my um, god, you know, like. You know, give them, feed them homophobic stuff to say on, uh, you know, quote, hot mic when they don't know it's on. And I want, uh, I want Larry Anderson to call me a cocksucker. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. We have to, we have to do this for the, for the good of the team. Mm-hmm. Just start mm-hmm. inviting people from next door on to talk for a while. Like people who post on the next door like website, <laughs> just have them like as, as a guest commentator every week. Someone who's going to say something racist about the guy, the kids on motor, on motor, motorbikes. Yeah. Hell, yeah just yeah. Uh, like field open calls from the, from the WIP crowd. It'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Another former guest of the show, Sungmin Kim asks, what's the best ballpark food at Target Field, Nats Park, Citizens Bank Park? Thank you. I'll wait. Hmm. I'm bad to answer this because I don't, I'm very not um, adventurous in my ballpark food uh, consumption because I get there and I'm like, what is, what is the cheapest, most filling option? And weirdly, it, it's the, it's the chicken tenders. Yeah. Um. I mean, I've, I've had other stuff at Target Field, but like, that's my go-to is just get some, some chicken tenders. Maybe some popcorn. I, maybe some Mike mm, Nikes. I do love the Federal Donuts chicken sandwiches, though. Isn't this a take we synthesized last year that the chicken tenders are like the the like the um, the forty five prospect? Yeah, like high yeah. floor, low ceiling, yeah. or high floor, low ceiling. They all yeah. it just always does it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's other good stuff there. They at, at Target Field, the Kamarchuks, um, like brats and stuff are great. The there's I don't know I haven't had it, but I hear the the Cubano sandwich shit. Um, there is really good, but yeah, no, I, I mean, just get some chicken tenders and a bunch of whiskey is usually what I do. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah, that's, that's about all I can give you. Sorry. Sorry, bud. Yeah. I have, I don't think I've had anything really outstandingly good at, at Nats Park. Like I, 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 I just, I ate a lot more, um, Chase Field just cause I was there for a lot more games, um, on average cause the tickets were so much cheaper. Um, right. I, I will say that the 
crab mac and cheese hot dog at Camden kicks ass. Mm-hmm. As far as like regional novelty foods go, that that was pretty good. Um, that does sound good as hell. I I think if you're at uh, Nats Park, um, the papu- the pup- pupuseria is pretty solid. Um, but I would probably say get the half smoke just because that is kind of the DC thing that like isn't total like sure. smoke and mirrors bullshit. Mm. Um, don't get oysters. We have, there's an oyster place now. Don't eat raw oysters at a ballpark at, at in in at a summer day game. That's a terrible idea. Uh, it's not, uh, Citizens Bank Park, but I will shout out the, uh, jerk chicken poutine at Rogers Center. Mm-hmm. That shit rocked. Do they pronounce it poutine there? Sorry, Cameron pronounces it poutine because he's from a place that does that in Canada. Um, oh, I, I didn't know that was a thing anybody did. That's interesting. Uh, I think that's how the French say it. But oh, okay. Oh. Poutine, poutine. Regalsa. Regal, sir. Whatever. MLB has an expansion. What city deserves it? Or what cities deserve a team? We've talked about this a bunch before, but I think one of you said you wanted to address this again. Uh, I think I think Oakland deserves a baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was worth keeping that question. That was. That. Well, I, have, okay. I have one, too. Um, uh, people have ruled out Mexico City uh, as like the ideal expansion team for a lot of reasons I think uh, are... are valid like opening a team in mexico might be logistically a lot harder just there's the language barrier between um sure. the rest of the league and, and a team in a different country where english is the primary language um, i mean but they Montreal also, worked uh, yeah exactly they're, they're not insurmountable but they all kind of add up to a fairly reasonable case against it i do not however think that the altitude is necessarily a problem uh because uh course is also at a very high altitude not as high as mexico city but it's enough mm-hmm. where it's like it's pretty famous uh, effect on the ball. Um, yeah. And the solution to the problem of putting another team, probably in the NL or AL West at very high altitude, uh, is to simply uh, relocate the Rockies. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There and, we go. And then open two new teams uh, in places that aren't Colorado. I was talking about this with some people off the pod uh, last week or week before, but I really want... Um, Montreal to get a team again, but mm-hmm. only if Quebec um, leaves Canada, <laughs> um, because I, I then give Mexico. Then I said I wanted Mexico City to get one. I wanted Havana to get one. Mm-hmm. So Major League Baseball could just be in like five countries. <laughs> That'd be cool. I think that that would be fucking awesome. Yeah. That, would that would be, be so cool yeah. if we had that. Yeah, like really, that's that's how you get it to expand. Like. For the for the whole world, that's what the future oh, yeah. needs. Oh, that kind That'd of so cool. That reminds me, actually. I think since the last time we, we podcasted, the really exciting news that like we totally forgot to, to mention is that like there is going to be a WBC next year. Like that's that's coming back. Oh yeah. And yeah. I, oh shit! Yeah, I didn't excited. even hear that. Yeah, yeah. That doing, rules. Yeah. And the WBC Where is in 2017. It? Oh, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know where the finals are. They usually have the playoff rounds all over. Yeah, the they're in like all a bunch of. Di- Ooh, I wonder. Yeah. I want to know what stadiums are hosting. Okay, well, that. we'll have to do an episode that. about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll, sure. we'll revisit that. But I, I just want to say I am super psyched because that 2017 WBC whole the whole series was just incredible <laughs> baseball. So that much was fun. a lot of fun. That might be the last yeah. time I was like super like day to day hype for like every single game. My name is Stu. It's a two-part question. One, Mariners, maybe, kind of, right? We already kind of talked about this. Probably not. Um, love to be wrong. Don't think there's... Yeah. yeah would love, love to be wrong. wrong. Probably not. Uh, number two, best... Wrong. Yeah, it's 
Right. Number two, best at-home baseball watching food slash drinks, preferably in two subcategories, Lauren effort level and lazy person effort level. <laughs> I can read in between the lines there, and I know you're saying Jane person effort <laughs> level, and that's okay. That's okay. What do we got? Um, I love... So Sunday is my day of, like, cooking whenever I have the energy because I just never fucking have the energy after work. And <laughs> mm, I could see myself. Oh, but it's the summer, so a big stew wouldn't be wouldn't be worth it. Lauren, let's. See, I want to hear Lauren's thoughts on this. Oh, um, I don't really cook for baseball games. Like, if no. maybe for like a, if I was having a World Series party, I'd go all out, but. At most, I probably just like a casual weeknight meal, like blue corn tortilla tacos with machaca shredded beef and um, some pico de gallo and a little avocado uh, crema on there or something. Uh, nothing really crazy. Lazy meal would probably yeah, maybe. Just... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, and no, lazy meal would probably just be like Jimmy John's. Like yeah. I, I like no, a good I... like cold sub. Yeah, I'm probably like at most like oh yeah I'm gonna have fun watching the game and I'm gonna like fire up the grill and make a burger or oh, something yeah, really, like yeah. in the first inning that's a good that's a good way to go that's about the most solid i think that's i think that's the platonic ideal like yeah yeah like a like a 12 hour smoke pulled pork yeah absolutely there the beauty go. of there a the beauty of a like See, that's a, the lauren level is like 12 hour small po- pulled pork um smoked pulled pork jane <laughs> level like yeah i'll just like grab some ground beef and throw it on the grill. we just need to get you an electric smoker we just need to get you like a, like that, a nice pe- yeah. like wood pellet smoker you just set it yeah. in there put the timer on and it tells you exactly when, when I, the temperature i'm gonna i'm trying to to move this like summer and so if that happens i'll, I'll try to get one if i have a place that I will accommodate i will get it i'll walk you through right. it i'll walk you through oh, the yeah. buyer's guide awesome awesome all right i'll fly out smoking here. around okay <clears throat> yes yeah, smoking around yes <laughs> it's so long since i got to smoke anything <laughs> um all right, uh, let's see here. Uh, at BC Bryson, what's the deal with Bellinger? What is the deal with Bellinger? What is yeah? What is the deal with Bellinger? I know he had he had a rough regular season last season. It's been a rough, a good postseason, but yeah, rough spring training. Yeah, really rough. He still looks just lost at the plate. From what I, I have not sat down and watched a bunch of tape, but it's everything seems like he's still really struggling and it really upsets me uh, as like a Bellinger fan. Do you think he might need some psycho metrics therapy? He might, he might benefit from like a, a, a long sit down with, uh, you know, it, 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 they'll play the Nets at some point. Cody Bellinger, open invitation. Uh, we can hang out at my place. Uh, nothing sexual or anything. We'll just, we'll eat three, three and a half grams of mushrooms. Uh, we'll put on some, uh, uh, Really good Steely Dan records and just kind of groove and uh, maybe maybe get you back into the swing of things. Last question, uh, Cody Lee. Yeah, Cody Lee. What player is most likely to have the first meltdown about not being able to play in Toronto due to their unvac status? Besides Josh Donaldson, I was going to say ironically, it's Josh Donaldson. Yeah, it's just, yeah, like Josh Donaldson is like the answer. Uh, do the Cubs play? Uh, they do there at all. They do. Okay, Andrelton Simmons. <laughs> When when do, see when do the Cubs play them though? Oh yeah, we need to pick something. Because this there. is a this is when. Oh yeah, they don't play them till August. Oh, uh, is Chris Sale vaxxed? 
They play the Boston. They play Boston. There's periodic. no way that Chris Sale is that. <laughs> I, I would guess, yeah. Like, like zero. Maybe 50% I, I, yeah, I give yeah. that approximately a zero percent chance of of being the case. Okay, so yeah, if no one the Yankees blows up at him, maybe maybe it's maybe it's Sale. Okay. Like he's I just think, gonna yeah, like get arrested good. for going to custom going at a customs agent with a pair of scissors. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can see that. Okay. Cool. Well, that is all of our questions for the week. Uh, but that is kind of a cool development. So we have we have a Discord that's pretty active. It's pretty fun in there. It, it is it active. Right it is active without much participation from us, which I think is the uh, one of the yeah. great appeals of it. That's awesome. It's a great it's environment. Very, it's very cool. Everybody's super chill. Uh, Cody Lee, who just asked the previous question, uh, has put together a fantasy league which i joined we are currently drafting i am actually about to make a pick now um <laughs> don't know what it's going to be yet i'd have to like look at things but uh yeah it's a lot of fun come hang people are chill good vibes uh we don't have it in the bio but we can we can add links to that um should probably put this up yeah yeah i think this is incredibly cool that we uh that a fantasy league um formed within our discord i feel like uh uh the simpsons when lisa put the tooth with the soda (laughs) in the little thing and all the people kind of sprung up it's very cool i'm excited i'm excited to give the people what they want and by that i mean updates on my fantasy team (laughs) Yes, uh, yes. I will. I will bring shame upon the three of us as the lone host representative on the league. But uh, <laughs> you know what can you do? Yeah, we'll we'll keep updates on that. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll keep standings updates on that. I think that'd be fun. Okay, cool. Do we have anything else that we want to uh, to mention here? Uh, yeah, I went on the Block Party podcast uh, second episode for the Patreon uh, with uh, John and Stefan. Really, really fun guys. Really fun podcast. If you're already a subscriber, check them out. Uh, if you don't subscribe, it's is a he, super funny podcast. Is he going by Stefan now? Isn't Stefan Heck and that his name? Stefan. I don't know. It's Stefan. Ste- <laughs> I'm not That's gonna. Right. I'm not gonna do it again. It's fun. <laughs> um. um. Yeah. Uh, can confirm. Episode was good. Lauren crushed it as usual. Yeah, well, I totally mm-hmm. watched the trivia, but yeah. Hey, you got <laughs> you did pretty damn well, and I every every time they do one of those, I try to play along because of my outsized knowledge of Canada. Mm-hmm. Not getting the big yeah. one baseball question I missed though is going to haunt me forever. Mm. Oh, that's rough. That's rough. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you for listening, everybody. This episode's already gone kind of long. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back with episodes on either Tuesdays or Wednesdays here for uh, the rest of the season. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.